It's Happy Hour again from Uptown New Orleans. Hello, I'm Grant Morris. Happy Hour is part of the family of shows on the podcast network. It's NewOrleans.com. When you walk into a bar in New Orleans and you pull up a bar stool, you never know who's going to be sitting on either side of you. What you do know is no matter what they look like, what they're wearing, whether they just got out of a limousine or just got out of jail, they're going to be happy to talk to you because that's New Orleans and this is Happy Hour, a cocktail-fueled 60 minutes of random conversation with folks who have nothing in common other than we're all New Orleans in a bar today. We're at the fabulous Wayfair on Ferret Street, which is a couple of blocks down from Napoleon Avenue where they have a three-hour happy hour here every day with half-priced drinks between three and six and half-priced food as well and an awesome brunch on the weekends. Before we kick off everything, I want to say thank you to our Patreon patrons. Oh, yeah. People who are nice enough to help us out financially. That's great. Every single month. And I thought I'd just pick three people to mention today, because we said we would. Marlene Martin, who's been with us from day one. Mm. Christopher Succi, who's been with us from day two. Mm. And Caitlin Ridenow Photography, which is a company owned by a person called Caitlin Ridenow, who does music, wedding, commercial, event, and portrait photography based out of New Orleans. And you can find out more about her at CaitlinRiddenour.com. Both of those names are spelt in a very difficult way. Mm-hmm. C-A-I-T-L-Y-N. I think and it's Ridenour. It's Thanks, Asher. Really? Do you know Caitlin Ridenour? Okay. Is she a foreigner with that name, Ridenour? She's totally normal. But photography is spelled P-H-O-T-E-A-U-X. <laughs> yes. T- that's Welsh. <laughs> Thank you very much. Liz Marty Cook is here. Hi, how are you doing? I'm good, how are you? Good to see you. Good to see you too. I Thanks for having me. I'm very happy to have you. And Sarah Isabel Prevo is here as well. Yes. Now, what's the deal with the Isabel? Um, that's my grandmother's name. But do you use that in general conversation? So people call you Sarah Isabel or just Sarah? Uh, so um, my great-grandmother, she was French, and she would call me in France. They go by a lot of double name, first names. So it was Sarah Isabel. So, yes. So, first of all, My your French grandmother family. is French, and secondly, I mean, your great-grandmother was alive while you were being alive. Yes, until I was about 22. She was 102 wow. when she wow. passed away. Well, that's yeah. pretty impressive. That's all right. I'll yeah. she's having. Andrew Duhon yeah. is here, of course, if you're wondering who that other voice is. Yeah. Good to see you it, again. And thank you, while, while I think of it, to Andrew Ships Ward, the night. Oh, yeah. who was sat mm. in last week for me and did an awesome job of hosting the show. He yeah. did, indeed. He was, he, was a, he was a smart, snappy... Man. He's, he's a little overqualified for this gig. I think that's right. Frankly. Yep. He's mm-hmm. a reverend and a doctor. But, but he, you know, he was a pleasure. He did a great job. Missed you, though. Glad you're back. I know. It's good to be back. <laughs> I was in Lafayette, which is nice, too. Sort of French, like you. Yes. Sir. So you, French. Do you speak French with a real French accent and everything? Absolutely not. My cousins, they make fun of me. They're like, Sarah, what are you saying? And I'm like, I'm speaking French. And they're like, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> are they in France? <clears throat> um. So um, most of my family is, but I actually have a cousin here li- living in Atlanta. He got a job. I mean, his job brought him to Atlanta, and he's coming actually next weekend when I'm going to be out of town, unfortunately. But, yeah, so most of my family's in France, and they come periodic- periodically here. Nice. We talk about the, the connection between France and New Orleans all the time, but no yeah. one is actually connected to France hardly. You are, though. Oh, yes, very much so. Um, right now, hopefully, maybe some of my aunts and cousins are watching it in France right now. I nice. don't know. But, yeah. How exciting. That's awesome. That's really awesome. Yeah. We're having a, um, a family reunion this summer, and it's going to be about 80 of us from my great-grandmother, all of her... She um, had five um, children and then all of us, and we're going to get on uh, two big old buses and go through 
France. Well, we're going to start in Switzerland and go to Italy and back. So uh, that's going to be taking applications for more. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, Liz, do you it's have a, do you have a large family? Or would you like to join up? Oh, I would. I would. I would love to hop on your family train. <laughs> Would you, where's your family from? Um, I grew up in Oklahoma, so um, I've got family in Norman and Tulsa. Um, oh, it doesn't sound nearly as romantic, no, it, does it, as when quite. you say France. The Turner Turnpike doesn't quite have the same uh, right. je ne sais quoi as a wine country. <laughs> hey, is this, is this Cubs the poet? Hey, Cubs, are you, are you on the show today? Do you want to join in? Come on over. Too easy. <laughs> yeah, that is awesome. It's happy hour. There's plenty we'll just, of room. We'll just oh, yeah. over you somehow. always pull up a chair. <laughs> yeah. We'll That's nice to see cups here. This is... We'll just give him the guitar mic. In sure, the that works. Yeah. yeah, that'll be okay. Hey, pull up. Come and pull up a chair. This is an awesome development. Okay. So... It's like Pee Wee's Playhouse. Sometimes they come right through the window. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can just... God, I, I love Pee Wee's Playhouse. <laughs> hey, Cubs, how's it going? Uh, it's going. How are you? Nice to meet you. Can we? Do you have to hold that, or can we just shove it in the? Oh, yeah, either way. Thomas has got it figured out. Just giving you options. Okay, that won't fit in there. That one. Okay, so let me. Okay, so Cubs, here's the deal. I thought that you had a meeting today and you couldn't get here. Yeah, they told me to push stuff around, so I've moved things around. Hey, nice. Okay. Well, nice to see you. How's it going? That's great. It's, we're going great. This is Liz Marty Cook. I know this person. You know each other yeah. already? Okay, that's interesting right there. And this is Sarah Isabel Prevo. How's it going? She's nice actually French. <laughs> sort of. Where are you from? And this is Andrew Duhon. <laughs> we've, we've met once before. Okay. Where, do you remember that? No, I'm drawing a blank. It was at it was at Ace Hotel, and we talked about it was a uh, what do we, we? It was some sort of collaboration idea where we would write an How impromptu song in? or something like that. You know, yeah, there was cocktails and Well, would today be the day we do the impromptu song? Yeah. It only took three okay. times today. to meet Cubs <laughs> until it stuck. Yeah. Now, how do you nice. guys know each other, Liz and Cubs? Um, Cubs curates a show at uh, Where You Art Gallery, and my husband, Drew Cook, is an artist, and he had a couple pieces that were included in the show. Um, and then Cubs has been doing a subscription poetry package that we've been helping him get, like, fancy packaging for. Um, That's fun. Tell yeah. me about that. How does yeah. that work? Would you like a drink? You're allowed to say yeah, that. Cold. You can say anything. Can I have some Coca-Cola? Coca-Cola? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that comes from Atlanta. I think we have it. All right, cool. Christy's on it. Can you get a Coke? Coke? Yes, Just a please. straight Coke with Thank no you. booze. Do you drink alcohol? No. No, no. How long have you been off the booze? Since Mardi Gras. Oh, no. Ah. <laughs> Are you going to go all the way till Easter, Good Friday? It's not far. Possibly. It's only one day. day. <laughs> That's good. They say take it a day at a, a, day at a time, right? Yeah. That's okay. Right. Well, how do you feel being off the booze? A lot better or just much worse? Um, <laughs> it feels real good. It feels real clean and good. Really? Yeah, yeah. So it does make a difference. And it, my pockets are, uh, I have a lot of money to, to save now. Ah, yeah. I gave up yeah. unnecessary spending for Lent, which is very easy good. when I'm broke. Good. Gave up unnecessary <laughs> good. I spending. I speak broke. Okay, so how much have you saved, actually, Cubs? Um, I'd rather not say. <laughs> It must be pretty substantial. substantial. This is awesome. So why would you start so drinking again? You could invest that money in Facebook. He didn't say that he was going to start drinking again. You implied that he was giving it up for Lent. He just said that he was. I could, yeah, take since it's tomorrow, right? 
Uh, yeah, the end of Lent is tomorrow. I yeah. think. The, is it tomorrow? No, yeah, wait. Easter's? No, no, no. Easter's oh, wait, Sunday. Sunday. Easter Sunday. Good oh, Friday. Oh, Easter Sunday. Yeah. Sunday is the end of Lent. You have to talk into the mic there. Oh. He's from New Zealand, okay, so no, it happens so much it. earlier I over thought. there. <laughs> you know. it's, like, it's like 18 hours, hours ahead yeah. or something. Okay, so when, is, when does Lent actually officially end? Who's the Catholic around here? Any brought it up? Yeah, on Sunday, yeah. I know Sunday. that. Yeah, it it is, is Sunday. Yeah, so it, ends on, it ends on Easter. Okay, so if you've given up stuff for Lent, well, is it Good Friday, right. though? Because Good Friday. No, no, no. no. Good no, Friday no, no. is like Sad Friday. We're still sad on Friday. Ah, okay. Because that's when it's all crucifixion. the crucifixion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's okay. not fun Friday. They, I don't know why it's called Good Friday. It's, it's a real bummer of a Friday. Mm-hmm. And then Sunday why is like... Why isn't it called Bummer of a Friday? I don't know. It should be. Good idea. But, like, it's really fun that April Fool's and Easter are the same day this year. We have a little marquee up at the store that says, April Fool's, he ain't oh, dead. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> are you religious or irreligious, Liz? Nah. Both. Yeah. You can go either way. I believe in the magic of the universe. I don't uh, think that we But you believe in the resurrection, though. For I think that it's a great fable. Don't hate me, So, so the answer that means <laughs> fables <laughs> aren't true. So I don't, that would be no. Uh, I think there's a lot but of lessons that we can learn. They're true. Yeah. Mm. But that, I'm They're not much into history, so yeah. I take I take from it what I Okay, so what's the deal? What about you, Sarah? Are you religious? Um, Are you pro-crucifixion and resurrection? It. or what? I'm spiritual. spiritual. Spiritual, but do you believe in the resurrection? Because that's what Easter is all yeah, about. Yeah, the spirit resurrects. Um, Oh, Spiritual in the one, sense Cass. that we all have our, our spirits inside of us shine a bright light. So mm. I really do believe that um, we're, energy is n- neither created nor destroyed. So well, that's it's not a just belief. That's a fact. So it's just yes. physics, baby. Yeah, so I be, well, I believe <laughs> our spirit. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. some way I do believe in resurrection of our spirit. I mean, you do. In the spirit that I do believe that when we pass, our spirit is transferred. So you transferred. believe in reincarnation so you're going to come back as something else? I believe that we're transferred. Come back as ash. Our, an, our, ener, our that yeah. energy that we have is going to be transferred into the plants and the soil and the animals. And I don't believe I'll be resurrected as just one individual thing. And, like, that cow is me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, okay. but yet I believe that I same, will like, go into the... All over again. But I believe that I'll be put in, back into New Orleans. Okay, so where yeah. did your spirit come from in the first place? Um, are, you a, are you an amalgam of a whole bunch of my spirit, dead things? Well, yeah, no. My grandfather actually is um, Indian, Choctaw Indian. Or part, well, you know, have some. some. So I definitely believe that I have um, deep roots and spirits here in New Orleans through that. Hmm. And then I just think that it was um, kind of okay, cosmetic. Okay, we have to sort this out. Now this is getting confusing. Your grandfather's a Choctaw Indian and your That's great, my mother. That's my that's mother's father. That's on your father. mother's side. Yes, and then my French is my dad's side. Wow, what an interesting combo. How did they meet? Here in New Orleans? Um, My dad, it's actually a very interesting story, and I think it goes with the spirits. My father first came to New Orleans when he was a young child, about 10 or 11, and his parents and him, actually he grew up in the Mississippi Delta, but from France, but anyway, ended up in Mississippi Delta. So when he came to New Orleans, it was so vibrant, he said. And he, he said that this person walked by with a monkey on the shoulder. And my dad said that he immediately knew he wanted to marry a woman from New Orleans. So his first opportunity. Okay. Shall we stop it right <laughs> I'll there? I'll stop right there, yeah. yeah. Just, It'll go just forever. Wait, just, no, 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 we can go on. I'm just trying to make the connection between the monkey on the shoulder and the premonition of marrying a woman from New Orleans. I, my, that's is, how my dad tells the story. This is when he was 10? Yeah, that's how he tells the story. And okay. it was just that it was so full of life that even animals hmm. and, you know, animals are very significant. So a monkey... Monkey is a symbol of something, and yeah. to him it was a symbol of marriage and permanence. Yeah. 
It must have been. What year would this, <laughs> what year would this have been? So um, when my dad was about 10, it was about yeah. 1962, 63. 1962, 63, that wasn't that long ago. Yeah. People were walking around with monkeys on their shoulders. Yeah. Cubs, what have you got in your hand there? <laughs> oh, it's just, I like to refer to my poetry. Um, so we were talking about spirituality. Yeah. Uh, so um, I'll just read this poem and then we can see what y'all think. Uh, you're it. My heart hides and my soul seeks. We play tag with truth. We dodge dreams to wake up. Death is but an illusion. We create to bring beauty to life. Right? So, I, yeah. you know. Mm. That's how I feel. And a beautiful poem. Nice. No. <laughs> okay. I'm just, I'm just a poet interpreter. I just interpret through poetry, okay? Is that Don't a, ask me questions. <laughs> I've got to ask you questions. I'll just support. This. I'll support the answers. This is, this is written on a typewriter. That's oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Is how, it? How did you know? How could you tell? Because it looks like it's written by a typewriter. It's just what his handwriting looks like. Yeah, right? I mean, all right. I printed it out on a printer. Is it printed on a printer? No, no way. A typewriter. You have a, you so you're still writing on a typewriter? Still. Wow. Still. How many typos? That's pretty impressive. Wait, did you I'm say you got to feel? The time. Did you say you got to feel the back? Like you can, you can print something that looks this accurately, like typewriting no, these days. No, that's And you really have to feel the back to know if it's authentically from a typewriter. Yeah, because that the period it? punches through the paper. Totally, ah. I believe that. But, but I, but I can't believe Technology. that a, that a printer could quite do that. Could it? I think it would I'm have to be a. Well, you're talking to the right person because this is what Liz does for a living. I think you could absolutely create a graphic style that could emulate this. But it would look like a graphic style that would emulate it. No, I mean yeah, you can kind of. If you program it just right, yeah. or if, if it was a combination of a graphic style and the um, the typeface that was designed for it, like mm -hmm. you could design a typewriter font that already had some of these the, shadows and variations. Yeah, the but shadows like, and variations. But like, who wants to spend all that time doing that exactly. when Cubs can just keep it's everything on a typewriter? Without a doubt. Exactly. Yeah. But you can only do one of those at a time with a typewriter. If you did this whole thing, you could. Do you have you got a book out? But then out? they would lose soul. Would it? And it, would, it wouldn't be as special because there would be more than one of them. And that's the beauty of what Cubs is doing. It's like you're getting just that one. Do you ever do the... Do you ever do the, 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 the whiteout thing and you press this, You have to press the same button? Or, like, once you do the wrong, uh, I, I, you got to start over? I haven't started over. typing in that period yet. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't got up to whiteout? No. What's your back? So once you hit the wrong letter, you got to start over. Or continue. Or continue yeah. and, and just, you know, another letter over it. Is yeah, that what you I do? I tend to put an X over X, um, yeah, yeah. a typo. Uh -huh. Okay. Yeah. You know what's interesting, though, is that when the typewriter came, like in view of, when your dad was here when he was a 10-year-old kid watching people walk down the street with oh. monkeys on their shoulder somewhere <laughs> in New Orleans, the typewriter was a machine that huh. was regarded as, like, impersonal. Yeah. It wasn't handwriting. Now we're looking back and we're sitting around going, oh, my That's God, right. how romantic. That's right. A real typewriter. Uh. That you actually push <laughs> the button on. Look at that, a real it's email. Yeah, so what's... Yeah. A real email. We'll, we'll just be the, 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 the side of the table emails. with the no nostalgic communicators. That's what I'll be. Yeah. <laughs> but is that what's going to happen in the future? Are we all going to be sitting around saying, oh, my God, remember when we used to send each other email? <laughs> Maybe. Or yeah, remember no, when we used to print off that question? We'll say it. We'll think it, and you'll uh -huh. know it already. Yeah, you'll yeah. project it onto a wall. Like, here's yeah. my idea. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's a, that's a feedback that we get a lot. Like, oh my gosh, like calligraphy, like handwriting is so mm -hmm. dead. Like, um, people are always interested because it is more rare to have something tangible. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Well, all your stuff is cool. So you have a business that you've now got a storefront on Magazine Street called Lionheart Prints that yeah. used to be. 
Well, they used to be American what? Apparel or something. Yeah, we, well, we, we're in the old Buffalo Exchange. Buffalo Exchange. Yeah. yeah. It's a great location. Yeah. It's a how's dream it, come true. How's it going? Is it really, was it always been a dream to have a store in Megazine Um, Street? A few years ago when I was envisioning, like, what, it, like, how far do I want to take this? Like, what would, what would the best iteration of this dream be? Like, what would it feel like? What would it look like? Where would it be located? And I just, like, closed my eyes and... I saw this um, really like you know sunlit space on a uh, heavily like foot trafficked area somewhere that we could um, meet and talk to a bunch of new people and and it just I knew very specifically in my heart what it what it looked like and felt like um, and so years later three or four years later um, I had kind of put that like in the back pocket of my heart, right. right? And I hadn't really thought about it until uh, we had the opportunity to buy these letter presses and needed to relocate because they're so large and so heavy that they would have crushed right through our, our little shotgun floor at, on Oak Street. And so the one of the places that I looked at, I just, I had goosebumps all over. I was like, this is the place. Wow. That was just an image in my head, and now it's a real thing. And uh, I don't know how I'm going to afford it, but... We're gonna make it work because this is because it's, so it's an expensive rent yeah. on Magazine yeah. Street there. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you afford <laughs> it? How do you get people to come in? You're gonna affording it like one person at a time buying. Well, we have greeting cards and several what? different streams of revenue. So right. we're a retail store, so we have um, gift products that we think are awesome that we carry um, from other brands. So you know the. Um, we have the wholesale markup there, but then we, we're selling our own line of, of greeting cards and, and prints and apparel that we make our, ourselves that um, is part of our wholesale line. So a, a big part of our business is selling our cards to stores all across the country. So we have wholesale and retail, and then we also do workshops, and I do custom wedding invitations and social stationery. So all so those things so kind of against Are you up against Hallmark? I mean, Hallmark is actually uh, going through their own kind of interesting times like they've been laying off a bunch of people because all these cool indie brands just came out of nowhere and are being more honest (laughs) and um, I think Hallmark's kind of dying um, because they're not um, because they have to appease so many different people that they're not being specific and they're not being earnest and um, with the messages that they put out but all these like you know small card lines like me where I can be like you're a real weirdo but you're my weirdo and like that is a thing that resonates but maybe wouldn't be copy that would have made it to the um, production floor and you can have local humor yeah there's humor (laughs) here with names of streets that people you know things that just so many different oh, really? things or even our got, seasons or, that's kind of goofy that you know. stuff isn't it no well, everybody it's endearing it's all about it's the taste indeed. that exactly. you bring to it Okay. Uh, we have a line of, of uh, love cards that are specific to New Orleans that we did not release this year for Valentine's Day because Valentine's Day and Ash Wednesday were one in the same. So it was like, no, nobody even remembered that it was Valentine's Day. So we're keeping it um, under wraps till next oh, year. Oh, so we can't like, go into those. I like no. some of them that are on your website that I just had a look at before I came here. I like this one. I hate everyone who isn't you. Yeah. Yeah. No. That's <laughs> do you do you make these up? These that one actually is um is kind of an outlier. Um, there's a local uh, comedian and baker, Colleen, um, and she is hilarious. And she actually ca- um reached out to me because she was dating a friend of mine at the time and wanted to make a um. She wanted me to. I was still doing this as a side hustle, and she was like, "I just really want to like give this card for his." Um, like our dating anniversary and also to my best friend. So she wanted two versions of the same card for two different people. And she's like, I just wanted to say, I hate everyone who isn't you. And I'm like, that's awesome. That's hilarious. That is good. And can I 
put that in our line. Mm-hmm. So like, um, so it, you know, we were still so small, and uh, we included in our line. And actually, like that, a week before Valentine's Day in 2014, it got put on Reddit and uh, uh-huh. made it to the top of Reddit Funny in like the matter of like a few hours. Um, we so what's had- to stop someone stealing that off of you? No, it was ours. I yeah, just- what's to stop someone stealing that off of you now? That's on Reddit. That. No, 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 no. They were buying it from our Etsy shop. Oh, buying? Oh, I yeah, see. Yeah, so I only had like 10 in, wow. in like real life, and I had to like print, figure out how to print 500 and mail them out how before exciting. Valentine's That's Day. That's exciting. Awesome. Um, I like this one too. This is an anniversary card that says, I can't believe we're still together. Yeah, well, I say that to my husband every year. I'm like, <laughs> it's been 13 years that we've been together. And we've uh, We're coming up on our eighth wedding anniversary, and I'm just like... I don't know how we're that's still putting incredible. up with each other. It's amazing. It comes from like a really sweet place. People read it and they're like, oh, that's too bitter. I'm like, no, no, no. It's, it's like, it's amazing. I, th- I think these are really cool, these cars. That you have. Are you making them up other than the one that Colleen the Baker made up? Are you making up the rest of them? Yeah. I mean, for the most part, um, I definitely like hang out with smart and funny people and sometimes uh, things come out, but I, I always try to, to make sure that. Um, Whatever isn't original is credited. Right. But for the most part, I would say 97% of the line comes from my brain. So if you're just making it up. Yeah. And what are or, you doing? Or think are you about s- it happy hours. Are you, I was going to say, are you smoking a lot of weed or... Unfortunately, do I don't them? smoke weed anymore. I like it makes me too uh, awkward in public. I can only really? like, yeah, I have to be like in a really safe space. Um, but I do like CBD oil. That's been really helpful. <laughs> Is that right? And that yeah. helps you come up with some of the CBD no, oil. No, it just helps me go to sleep. Just it helps to me s- stop thinking about payroll and rent. <laughs> yeah, right. It is pretty stressful being an entrepreneur. Yeah, but I couldn't do anything else. Yeah. Hey, Andrew, talking about entrepreneurship, you want to play a song? Pretty good um, segue. Does it have to be a segue to does that? It, no. What, what runs with I just, entrepreneurship? I, would, I just thought that was a good one. So we just have to swing this mic around here. Cut. Uh, yeah, I can probably. Let's see. Or do we not need it? That's it. So Andrew's got a new record called False River, which is coming out in May? Well, yeah, so it'll be available everywhere May 25th, but I'll have physical copies available at Jazz Fest and every show after that. Okay. And are we going to listen to a song off of False River? Or I don't think different? so. Something different? Okay. Well, well we could. What do you want to do? I don't know. I like the, Is this a different guitar? There's a, it's always a different guitar. How many guitars have you got? This guitar I bought. This is, uh, cool. this is the most expensive guitar I had bought at the time. Right out of college, I bought it for cash from a guy in Slidell for exactly $1,000. <laughs> and it was all of my tips from delivering pizzas in college. Wow, that's a great story. That's what this guitar is. Wow. Unfortunately, it has a couple of structural issues that don't allow me to bring it on the road or put a pickup in it. I probably shouldn't anyway. It's an old guitar. Oh, because so. it'll get ruined somehow? Yeah, it's just a good... It's a beautiful... It's, it's an good, old Gibson. It's a good writing guitar. Um, but now that you mentioned the record, maybe I'll play something off the record. Okay. The record is awesome. I wish, uh, I, wish I had a good segue for it, and then it seems so sweet and thoughtful. But well, instead, I'll just play the song. Okay, what's it called? It's called, uh, maybe it's called No Man's Land. How about that one? I can still see you and me Settled down on a couple acres I see a foothill farm Where a dog can run around In my mind, I'm out there picking them tomatoes. But the 
rest of me just keeps rambling round Just weather in the storm of a love that's off and on I'll love you then I'm gone again I'm stuck somewhere in the Midwest Oklahoma is my best guess Somewhere between holding out And holding out my hand In no man's land No man's land. Your heart is miles and miles of placid ocean. Mine is a rowboat that I drag through landlocked towns. And I know deep down it's all constantly in motion. But you know deep down you can't just keep waiting around. Just weather in the storm of a love that's off and on. Love you, then I'm gone again and again. I'm stuck somewhere in the Midwest. Oklahoma is my best guess. Somewhere between not right now, and if not now, when in no man's land. empty-handed I'd rather burn it down than leave you stranded in no man's Y'all. Okay. Wow. I have That's to way say. too pretty. I wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> that that was gorgeous. Thanks, awesome. y'all. That was a really good version of that song. Too. Oh, good. Nobody Thanks, cries yeah. at happy hour. Are you crying? <laughs> no, no, I'm fine. Nobody cries at happy hour. Give me some whiskey. I'll just, get right just there with you. Cavs taking that around. That was a beautiful version of that song. Do you sometimes when you play stuff feel differently than when you play it other times? Like hmm. sometimes you. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Are you a human or are you a robot? No, no, definitely human. Yeah. Uh, no, but I think uh, I think you go to the same, not always the same place, but the same block or something uh, for songs for me. Uh, that sounded more emotional than I've heard you do that. Hmm. It's down times. a half a step. I don't know. Uh-huh. That's what did it. Maybe that's yeah, what it know. was. It could be. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's like a drastic difference in vocal articulation, right. if you will. You know, it, it felt really relaxed to be able to sing it down there. 
and I so I got to like speak it a little bit more, which right. I think is can be heavy to for yeah. me to even think about. You know, be thinking mm-hmm. about it instead of thinking about singing it. I'm just thinking about the words and and how I feel about that. So yeah, you know, and maybe that's what did it. I love totally. that line. I heard never noticed that line before. I'd I'd rather burn it down than leave you stranded. Yeah, I you know romance. I knew that I had had to finish the song when uh, I mean because you like I got way more not finished songs than finished songs, right? But I knew that was one I had to finish when I realized that the no man's land element of not knowing, you know, whether, and like my heart not turning over for it the way that I was thinking it would and feeling like we were in this no man's land. But, you know, I realized that I was in an easier position because I knew where my heart was and she was just waiting. And if she didn't make a decision. Yeah, and so she was in the land with no man you know me traveling around and you know the no man's land was hers you know a no man land mm. it's a great <laughs> is she <song>. from oklahoma <laughs> no she's oklahoma not. got in there though but <laughs> i know I like, <laughs> <laughs> no uh o- oklahoma where it was either south dakota or oklahoma we because that's how many syllables yeah. yeah south dakota is my best guess that would be good too you could, i just needed some in the you midwest could change that you know? around from depending on where you're playing Oklahoma has a really good sound to the word, though. Yep. All right. What part the of Oklahoma o- are you from, Liz? I'm from Norman. My Norman mom is a o- law oh, professor, yeah. so I grew up around the okay. university playing with all the office supplies. Is she still there? No, she retired a couple of years ago. Is she yeah. still in Oklahoma? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still she's still in Norman. So you still go back? Yeah, I go back. What is the school there? University of Oklahoma. Boomer Sooner. It's got a pretty good reputation, doesn't it? Yeah, we're good at football and stuff. Yeah? Yeah, and I mean, weather. And yeah, weather. sure. It's got sure. Good, it's got I didn't get into Juilliard. It's so got tornadoes. <laughs> you didn't get into Juilliard. Yeah, no. Just as well, right? <laughs> Otherwise, what would you be doing today? Yeah, true. Who knows? What would you? What did you I'd want to be? A lot more debt, I'm sure. Working for Hallmark, wanted, probably. I well, <laughs> I wanted to be a, a art director for ad agency. I thought that that's what I'd be doing out of college. But um, I graduated in 2008, hmm. and there were no advertising jobs in sight. So, yeah, that was a rough year to graduate. Um, but looking back, I'm so glad that everything happened when and how it did because. I couldn't imagine myself doing well, anything. Well, Sarah will tell you everything happens for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I have to believe that. You do believe I, Yeah, I do. I, got, I think I got my dream job at um, 24 when I came back um, from actually studying abroad and uh, in the gallery. And three months later, it Katrina hit. <laughs> what were you doing? And you were so working in an was, art gallery? I was in, working in an art gallery, the French Art Network, with um, Ryan Tremotti, who was my um, boss. And... Anyway, crazy story. I got that job three months later. Katrina hit, um, went to Texas, became a special ed teacher, and now I am back. And now I'm working on an exciting project where actually we talked about coming full circle. Um, now I'm going to be writing a spotlight on my ex boss, or Ryan Tremonti, um, coming wow. up. So it's we just met this past weekend and we actually spoke about that. He said, it was coming kind of full circle for him, and you know. Who, who is he? Are we supposed to know who he is? He is. Um, he's a, an amazing watercolorist, and that's Do you know him, Liz? a lost art. You don't that, know. You don't know. Um, that is hey, uh, well, Liz ought to know about so. the guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he would be beautiful how, on your um, your cards. How he does do you watercolors. Spell his name? Uh, Tremonti. Uh, um, I hope I'm, he's probably going to kill me. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but it's. Um, You've known him for. Yes, forever. But years, I, if you right? know me, I get really tripped up in my <laughs> words. But do you? I think it's T R A M O N T E. Yes. Tremonti. Yes, and so um, it's really Sounds exciting. Sounds like it. 
Yeah. Sounds so. French. Yeah. <laughs> is he French as well? Oh, Ryan, his, I'm definitely from South Louisiana, but okay. I don't know his roots He's going a that far. Well, Seahawks, yes. unfortunately, not here today, so we can't look it up. Yes. Otherwise, we would be looking that up. About <laughs> that. I, uh, yeah. So I just wanted to... to tell you that I couldn't remember Colleen's last name at the moment because she just got <laughs> married, but I wanted to say that it's Colleen Allerton, now Hollier. <laughs> Who wrote Callie, that? Colleen Colleen Allerton now Hollier. Yeah. H O L L I. Or Allerton hyphen Hollier. But um, she's she, the, she's the baker Ho- at uh, Willa Jean. Oh, really? Yeah, delicious. so we've all eaten her delicious pastry. Does she make those chocolate bubka cakes? Dude, I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. She is. Maybe. Awesome. That's yeah, she and must. she's hilarious. You should have her on this podcast. Oh, we should. She's brilliant. Write her yeah. name down on this Tell her to bring, tablecloth. <laughs> bring some treats. Yeah. Oh, my God. That gotta, chocolate bubka is the best thing I've ever eaten. I got a good story about watercolor, actually. Yeah. Um, oh. so, so there was a, uh, someone doing a little nonprofit recently, and they, they were asking... Uh, uh, artists who don't paint to just make a, a painting, and then they were selling these paintings uh, for profit for the non the nonprofit. Uh, you know, they pick someone who could you you know it's health needs or whatever it might be. All right. Uh, and you know, gave gave my hand at the, tried my hand at the watercolor, and it was fun, but it was horrible. And uh, but it was it was fun. What and, did you paint actually? Uh, it was like a mountainscape. Uh, you know, it's into okay. the idea of you know trying to create. Did it have a little stick figure climbing trees. up the mountain? No, I didn't. Didn't want exactly happy little trees, that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, like what's but, his name? Bob Ross. Uh, Bob Ross. Bob Ross. Right. Yeah. yeah. But she, uh, the, the woman who runs this nonprofit, <laughs> she uh, she let me know later that they were doing another run that some people were excited about it, but didn't get to win one or bid high enough for one. So it was clearly an opportunity for some more money for this nonprofit. So she asked these artists if they could do another one. And so I went to the Office Depot and bought some watercolors and, and did one. You bought watercolor at Office Depot? Yeah, and I know. I know. It's horrible. It's horrible. Oh I know. I know. Look at this is where I am. This is where I am. I love that you're uh, honest. Uh, I wouldn't even know where to buy. Where was you? It was where, close. Where it was close. I didn't have time. This is what but I had to do. But they had watercolor? Oh, right. Exactly. Well, where where yeah. did you buy? I mean, I could barely even find, like, washi tape yeah, it's, it's rough. It's rough. Where would you go? Michael's? Yeah, Michael's yeah, is a good yeah. start. Yeah, that's a yeah. good start. Yeah. That but good. you should shop locally at Mozart Supply. Just saying. Where is that? Ah, okay. It's on Carrollton. It's oh, a great yeah. Place. Well, had I been close, I definitely would. Anyway, I had to get this done quick, and, and I was headed out of town, so I, I was doing another one, but I, I, was, I, had, a, I had a glass of whiskey. Uh, to enjoy myself and uh, and the watercolor and a little water to wash out your brush is the thing, right? Did you, were you get playing? Yeah. I'm going to let you, you know tell. It's, you know okay. it's, you know it's about you to Which one did you drink? Or were you playing any you music in the background? So the good news is after you dip your <laughs> brush in the whiskey accidentally yeah. and you oh. have like green whiskey, yeah. then you just go back into the, into the trash and find the packaging and make sure it's non-toxic and then you just drink the whiskey anyway. Oh. No worries. Okay, yeah. There are many nice. ways to drink that. green beer. Thanks. Exactly. Yeah. You know? What did it taste like? Chalky. Chalky Not whiskey. Bad, it's fine. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> and what was the painting? That one, oh, I think I did like a lake and a sunset and a couple of the, mountains from each side. That's you know, pretty just, impressive that you can even do that. Can that you, did you take a you photo know. of it? Yeah. Could you send that to me? No. <laughs> He didn't say it's good. He just said no, it it's bad. It. Well, I'm sure it's not good. Did I'm some- just, I'm into, I like that I have a version of watercolors. It's horrible. I don't have a version to watercolors. I have a version okay. of watercolors. Okay, and did somebody <laughs> buy this painting for the yeah. thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they were like pre-sold practically, so I just <laughs> mailed it straight to the person. But, um... I'm way into the watercolor thing right now. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, I think oh, so there's you, a resurgence. Now you've got yourself. St- oh, really? Yeah. I want to make them. I, mean, I like them. You want? What about Mr. Meeting Ryan Tremonti? 
Well, it, absolutely. Because he can't last forever. I mean, he's going to sell so many watercolors. Well, he's very. He <laughs> he's a he's a busy You're bee. I can tell you that. Where's he working? He works at um, Galerie d'Art Francais, and that's really bad that I said that because that's what it was called when I worked there like 13 years ago when Katrina hit. Now I think it's um, the Galerie no, d'Art. Oh gosh. You sure, it's not a it's Jackery a French art place? network. Called the French Art Network, and yes. it's in the French Quarter. Somewhere. Yes, okay. it's, it's like almost catty corner to um, One Eye Jacks. So you're a special mm, okay. education yep. teacher. Now. Yes, yeah, by day so you... I'm a special ed PE teacher, oh. and I'm so proud of it. Yes. We just had our Special Olympics West Bank today. Nice. So I did Special Olympics today and ran over here. Oh wow. Goodness. Yeah. Did you say West Bank? West Bank. We the West yes. Bank Special Olympics. I, yeah, because I work for JP Jefferson Parish. Okay. So we have the East Bank and West Bank. So what exactly is a Special Olympics? Special Olympics are, are physical competitive games for kids who are mentally In, intellectually disabled intellectually yes. disabled Our, as yes. a Yes. I was trying not to say retarded. No, oh, no, no, that's no. I don't know what you're supposed <laughs> to say. That's actually, I don't know whether that's in or out anymore. Though. It's actually by law, by Obama, that it's Whoa. intellectual ID. They're labeled, um, not labeled, but yes. He took ID. That yeah. What does it stand for? Not to be confused with it. Yes. Yeah. Intellectually it. Um, <laughs> delayed or disabled. Delayed or disabled. Yeah. Well, it's not delayed, really, because they're not going to ever right. get. Yeah, so. Um, so, well, that's pretty cool. So, you train. What do you do? So motor deficits. If a child um, with intellectual disabilities has a motor deficit, then I teach them physical education. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'm like a supplement. Like um, I work like alongside um, occupational therapist and physical therapist. We all work together. Um, so I really rely on my physical therapist um, so especially. So what would you be actually doing? So a kid's got some sort of mental challenges mm -hmm. and is like stuck at the age of something, like a five-year-old or six-year-old, but they're in a 20 or 15-year-old body. Right. Well, my job what is to focus on to their that? physical development. So I want them to be able to play baseball or a modified baseball game or a modified, you know, how how can I help them be able to access um, leisure play also too? Like but how I, does this work? When you develop as a human being uh -huh. and you're mentally not developing at the same rate, aren't you still physically developing normally? Uh, that depends. Or it's not. very individualistic ah, because, like, I have a little boy who has brittle bone syndrome. So, actually, mentally, he's um, developing at an amazing rate. We talk about tech all the time and we talk about all their little gadgets, and he always wants me to go on YouTube and look stuff up. Yet, he has um, well, that's a bit, disability. So, I do that's have a complete both. opposite, yeah. though. That's a person who has a physical disability, right. but not a mental. I, I do both. I know that does sound confusing, but then I work with students that do have um, intellectual disabilities that are like uh, on different developmental levels on all levels so like I, I work at a high school level and I'll I have a student that's 22 because by law students can go to public um, receive public education till they're 22 and mm -hmm. they're functioning some of them I have some that are functioning on like a 18 month level. 18 months? Yes, I do. 18 months, and yes. this person is 22 years old. That can be, yes. Wow. Mm -hmm. That is challenging. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's very challenging. So, yeah. What sort of a view of the world do you have at 18 months? I don't even really know that. Um, you have is a view of you're hungry. You're, it's your basic needs. As long as you're fed, you're hungry. So it's me, 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 me. Yes, so it's exactly. It's kind of much like everybody, except you haven't learned how to modify them. Yes. Be passive aggressive, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, is that dangerous? Is it dangerous? I mean, I. I mean, I've... babies like fling their arms around and do crazy stuff when oh, they're yes. hungry. Oh, yes. Oh, I mean, absolutely. I have students that. Um, 
they don't understand their anger, so they throw chairs. Right. Right. Um, I can really go deep and tell you, like in Texas, when I taught emotionally disturbed children, mm. I mean, I can tell you stories of being punched by a fifth grader mm. in the face. Mm. I mean, it's very, it is a dangerous job, and I'm not... And um, I can tell you stories. Uh, would, you yeah. be, would, you, would you be one of the teachers who has a gun so you can shoot these kids? You know, it, it, that's such a difficult um, question, but not really, because, you know. Not really. I, I, I saw some of my volunteers, my general ed students today, and I, I asked them, I said, well, wh you know, what do you think about Emma Gonzalez? And they're like, who? And I'm like, Emma Gonzalez isn't. I was like, she's your Joan of Arc. I was like, she's, you know, I, I, I'm very proud of her. So I'm, boy, this movement is definitely a movement. It is not a moment. These mm. high school students are saving right. me. I was actually in high, uh, junior high when one of my, um, not friends, but somebody I knew pulled a gun. Wow. And, you know, I ran for my life and almost got stomped. Don't when you stump. were in school. Yes, this was back Where in... Where was this? This was out in Folsom, Louisiana. Hmm. They pulled Somebody out a gun. Somebody pulled a gun to Folsom. Oh, yeah, back in, like, what? I was about 14, 13, so this was about 1994. So I know gun violence in schools personally, you know? I mean, my... my yeah, it was really... I mean, you know, we started... We were in the bleachers, and we just... It was like a herd... Yeah. It was a herd of elephants, and right. I was like, well, if I'm not being stompled on, I'm stomping on somebody else. But all I knew was, you know, flight, and mm -hmm. we all ran, you know, and we hid. And I remember stories of, you know, then even though it was a small town, even there were stories of Woolena, you know, saving the day, you know. Well, I what mean, happened to the kid with the gun? Um, You know, I, I God, he was even younger than me. He was... I was like 13 or 14, and he was below me, so he was like 12, you know? What happened to that kid? I don't know. I don't know what happened to him. Is he the mayor of Folsom now? He might be, you know? And honestly, I believe in reform, so I hope, you know, I hope that he took that, and I hope he's the biggest advocate right now with, you know, mm. this mm. movement. So I don't know. Good question. I would like to know, too. Yes. Well, what was his name? We can Google him. <laughs> you know, Do you remember a, his name? You know, it's funny. You know, I try to forget a lot of times. Do you? Yeah, I do. I do, do you have nightmares about this stuff? Um, I wouldn't say I have nightmares, but yeah. What do the, you dream about? What is a person? Oh, like I dream? had the most amazing dream the other night. It was like this animal walking and, uh, you know, like uh, firecrackers? It was like this animal that was built with firecrackers, like sparklers and lit. And he was this animal was walking very slowly to me with all these, like, like a porcupine. But mm. think of his quills quells as being you know sparklers and it was the most peaceful That's beautiful cool. uh dream ever so mm. yeah so you don't wake up with nightmares <laughs> thinking that you're being attacked by a maybe because i'm trying to forget everything i have beautiful <laughs> dreams I that don't is know. cool though i thought yeah. you would have nightmares about being attacked by a 22 year old not guy no. who's got an 18 month old brain <laughs> No. Thank God you don't have to worry about that. Yeah. How would you like to work at CVS, though? <laughs> people thought about that? What nightmares those people must have with that machine? You know what? The, those people are, are amazing. I remember being in New Orleans growing up here, and we would walk into our K&B, and my grandma knew everybody by name that worked the counter. And I would, you know, right. meet my granddaughter. And I'd look at those women behind the counter at K&B, and I just loved them, you know? So, yeah, I think um, I think they have a hard job. I think it's a tough job as well. Hey, Cubs, do you have a poem about <laughs> drugstores? 
I had one about schools. Okay. Yeah. All right. You want me to recite it? Uh, it's called Free Spirit. A student working, standing in line for its mind. It's natural to wait. It's unnatural to create. A student working, standing in line for its mind. Enjoying the process of lines, learning lines, waiting to recite lines of learning to the learned. Students working sounds like teaching. Free Spirit by Cubs the Poet. Cubs the Poet. Yeah. How did you get to be Cubs the Poet? What you mean? What did you do before you were Cubs the Poet? Uh, I was just Cubs. You've always been Cubs the Poet. <laughs> you just started. You just kind of got your typewriter. Well, I guess okay. The typewriter. The typewriter may have, may be a marker. So I, um, I, uh, I believe I was born a poet. I remember uh, my grandmother teaching me how to do a cursive J. Uh, I remember like reciting poems in middle school. So I think that I was always a poet internally. And then I got this typewriter and people started asking me to use it. How old were you when you got a typewriter? Shit, 22. 22? Mm-hmm. That's a funny gift to give someone at that time. I was studying psychology. Yeah, but I mean, tw- you're not that old. So there, no. there can't have been too many people with typewriters. They were like, I think this guy likes irony. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who, who gave you a typewriter? Who was that person? Uh, well, so during the summer in college, I would go to Maryland. Uh, my parents lived in Maryland. Um, they got lots of old stuff in Maryland. Frederick, Maryland, to be exact. A lot of Frederick, antiques. Frederick, Maryland. A lot of antiques. All when right. I was a kid, yeah. I wanted to live in Maryland. Why? Did you? Yeah. I love the name. The land of <laughs> Mary. <laughs> I did. Mary. I was like a kid at like third grade. I was like, I'm going to live in Maryland. Have you been, have you been there, sir? <laughs> no, I've You're never, still been. never been. That's so amazing. Uh, you still haven't been. <laughs> no. Cubs will take you. I can help. Okay. I'll give you a poetic <laughs> tour of Maryland <laughs> and all of its old stuff. So this lady had a store. Um, so in Maryland, um, Frederick, Maryland, there's one main street yeah. called Market Street where all the stores are. So I, I stood on the sidewalk um, and recited poetry to people. So I would, you know, look them in their face and say, hey, do you like poetry? Some people would be smart, you know. I can't read or no, you know, stuff like that. So I did that for the entire summer. This lady uh, that owned a store called Silk and Burlap. This is, is would this you say that there were many street performers in Frederick, Maryland no. on Market Street? Two. Would, would About okay. two, three. <laughs> it depends on what you... You and the other guy. Are yeah. you doing this for tips? Like, No, at that time, no. I was just doing it because I, I felt like I needed to make an active movement towards being a poet. Mm. Okay. And that's what came to mind. All right. Mm-hmm. So you're out there on the street reciting poetry. This to lady who... rolled up in a Jeep and was like, oh, my God, here comes a poet. <laughs> She was like, I'm going to pay you to recite this poem you've been reciting to everybody on the street. Uh, come to my store, you know, recite for my customers. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was cool. So I walked into her store, Silk and Burlap. She has antiques, and I think her, her tagline was like, um, uh, shoot, antique furniture, modern apparel, or some, something like that. So she sold clothing. So I went in there, and she had a typewriter on her shelf. And I was like, you know, don't pay me. I think it was like $100. Like $200. Don't give me that. Give me the typewriter. She was going to give you 200 bucks to recite a poem. Crazy. One poem. Wow. Hmm. How anyway, you keep the phone number? That typewriter has been more valuable than <laughs> So she paid you with a typewriter? Well, yeah, I asked for the typewriter yeah. in exchange. Yeah. yeah. So that was, a, that was, the, that was the, start the payment. Wow. And so you walked out of there with a typewriter. Like this. Right. Yeah, and, that's and too it's heavy to carry like it's that. In a, <laughs> <laughs> the travel one? No, at the time it was. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but here? But it, it was an underwood desktop, so like it was, old-fashioned, yeah, it was heavier like than the, the smaller right. ones that I have now. So that's the ones that it have around? Did you know that we have the same typewriter? My great-grandmother. The um, underwood? Uh, no, the, the, the suitcase. Suitcase. Okay. Yeah. The one that Cor- says poetry still matters? 
Maybe. Okay. It's like an like an um, it's in a self-contained little suit typewriter. Mm-hmm. So you say you take the top off. It's like a oh, travel. Oh, that one. Yeah. I have that one. Okay. So yeah. you, do you Sprite. use it, Liz? Yes. Yeah. Uh no. No, you just have Sometimes it as a Sometimes, like, I used it. Last time I used it, I made a card for my uh, stepfather-in-law for Father's Day. Because he's it? a Uh-oh. he's an English professor at Tulane. What does it say? I um I think it was like two gentlemen and a scholar. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> but like with some hand-drawn gonna, illustrations. But um, I was going to read It was more of like yours. a sentimental uh, one-off. Did it say, didn't say thanks, Dad, for not screwing me up entirely. <laughs> no, it did. Well, that's he's not my dad. My he didn't favorites. have a chance to screw me up. But uh, we are actually redesigning <laughs> that one for Letterpress this year. And uh, You're changing yeah. that. What about this one? We're not changing the copy. We're just changing uh, the design. But the look. You yeah. put the hot and hot mess. Love that one. That's a good one too. Yeah. Did you come up with that one as well. Uh-huh. I give that one to my mom for Mother's Day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, we've got some really good ones coming up for Father's Day this year. I love, uh, we have a steak one. It's like steak puns, and it says, well done, Dad. Oh, you set a prime example, which is kind of rare. Ah, oh. oh. very good. Right? Okay. Steak puns. I, and I really want to add, like, another asterisk. I'm like, these are steak puns. You're welcome. <laughs> are, are, y'all, are y'all hiring? Yeah, you can do this. You can totally do this. So you got the typewriter, and then you started writing on the typewriter. Did it change your poetry? Because you were writing by hand or something. Yeah, I was writing by hand. So did it change things when you started typing? Yeah, because well, prior to writing on hand, I would always like um, record. So I have like music with poetry. Right. So. but you're not the you, typewriter confined it because of the paper is smaller. Oh, okay. I noticed in your your school poem that um, the, the the oh the red. No, the no, no. The oh. in line for its mind is mm-hmm. one word because if you had spaces in between all five of those words, it wouldn't have fit on your page. That's true. That's a, thank you. So now it's one word. But this that's is not even a <laughs> space. This is not even a page. This is a little card, that's a like an card. index that's, card. Those, index card. Yeah, those actually. are different. Those are so yeah. You know, you could load any size paper that <laughs> right. fits in the cartridge. Yeah. You should check out Pubs. Pubs. <laughs> Happy hour. Happy hour. Cubs poetry subscription. He is how doing do like do that? original. Oh, yes. That's how we know each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From a poetry subscription, what is that? Yeah, is so like, like each the month. Spotify of poetry. But tangible. But tangible. Oh, you so mean you, you get ma- you get oh. it in the mail? Yeah, yeah. that's what oh, we've been helping him make. Look. So what do I get? Beautiful. I sign up. Yeah, so you signed you up. You get it. So January was uh, intention poetry. You give me two words. Uh, one describes last year, and the other describes this year or predicts this year. And I would send you a poem with uh, like a watercolor in, uh, illustration. A really, really cool. Are you yeah. serious? And do you make yeah. the watercolors yourself? Yeah. You want oh, to? Wow. Andrew yeah. could help you with that. Yeah. No, no. You I want can't. to? Oh, I look, we found another watercolor. So just, it's r- really important that you dip the brush in your whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I need to learn that technique actually. So, Cubs, you write individual poems for people. Yeah. Like on I commission. love the. Ideas well, yeah, that's and you know, a painting. And the painting. Oh. So, how, how many people do you have doing this? For? I mean, this is a full time. What you mean? How many people? How many I'm people by are myself. you? No, 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 no. I mean, how many people have subscribed? Oh, um, that's great. How many people do you oh, send it out to? Check I'm, it out. I'm at like 210. 210 people a month? Dang, dude. Are you serious? Not a month, but it's that's the Total. base. Yeah, that's I the feel base. like you probably had like a big spike in, in January. January and February. January and February. For March is, love. March great, is kind of... But this April would be a great be thing good. to give somebody for a gift. Yeah. Oh, it's gorgeous. Well, yeah, January, but, it's like yeah, intentions, and then February is all about love. But March is like... March was tough. It was like, what do you march for? Like, it was like a uh-huh. very small group of poems that I sent out, like protests. Freshness. Yeah. Yeah. We do it. We celebrate a theme. This is good for you. You would love this. Oh, yeah. Okay, how much am I paying <laughs> to get my poet poem a month? I don't know. Man. 
Is it is it a sliding scale? Yeah, the, the scale slides. So you depends can just sort of pay what you can afford. It depends on what you drive. You know? <laughs> if you drive a Jeep, it costs one typewriter. Yeah, I'm actually working question. on an exhibit that there are no prices. There are uh, items. So like only friends we haven't met. Oh, that's a different. That's something else. Is yeah. it like donation based? Well, no. So it's no. like um, there's a, a poem illustration that the the cost. Is a trip to India. So if you brought me a trip what? to India, you get the payment. What? So it's like a registry, but you're buying my poetry, but For you're something. sending me to India. Yeah, you're not giving like, me this money. This is what I want to do with the money if I had all of it. So I'm, you, lost I'm here. just going to tell is this no, me? So we're going to the, you. No, that's the barter it. system. Yeah. I don't, I don't like, mean, you could call it like, that. Is, is no. it a GoFundMe or something? It's like a Kickstarter, but very. Inside of a gallery. Yeah, you're like. Yeah. Okay. So what like if some customer was like, "I'm gonna hook you up with my family in India, and you can go hang out with them for a whole." Like, yeah, yeah, I'll be like, yeah, yeah. Let's. <laughs> you like, get, I'll yeah. give you my that, airline miles. That's, that's like Airbnb on steroids. Oh my God, they make. I had a friend um, from Sri Lanka, and her mother would bring us uh, curry lamb. And uh, we were in college, and so her mother would come down and bring us lamb. And, and Chris always says, I was named USA, and I love lamb. So that's to you, Chris. I love lamb. Yes. I love lamb. Yes. Hey, so um, Is it like are you trying? In uh, Anchorman, I love lamb? Yes. I don't know. Okay. It's a joke from back when we were in college. It might be. <laughs> it might be. That's are I you trying it. to get to India, Cubs? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, you yeah. want you want to go to my India? yoga teacher's going a, I'm there planning in April. a trip in August. Yeah, Ooh. awesome. That'll be nice because not is hot. August I better? <laughs> well, the <laughs> monsoons end in June. Okay. Ch- what is I want to go to India because I want to go see July. how um, the handmade papers are made, and I want to go see uh, block printing on fabric and paper. We should we should figure you this out. We should go together. together. Get somebody to record yeah. it. <laughs> Great idea. Yeah. So Liz, you have, a, you have a podcast of your own. Yeah. Okay. Well, what's that called? It's called Lionheart Living, and they're interviews with, uh, inspiring interviews with people who are making bold moves in the direction of their dreams. Mm-hmm. A bit like this. Yeah, but like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little what? Well, we were talking about dreams More just a little while ago with sparkly porcupines. <laughs> um, no, yeah, but... Different kind of dreams. Uh, goals. Goal, right. Goal. Not like... Uh, so you're sort of it's in like an inspirational w- waking thing. dreams, yeah. It's ins- okay. Yeah. So it's so people who are um, trying to to go after the life that they envision. And it's called Lionheart. What I have to write. Lionheart Living. We Lionheart ha- it was called Lionheart Radio. Lionheart Living. But then we got a cease and desist from another Whoa. Lionheart Radio. Uh-huh. But it's like hey. a, a really conservative like fitness. Why don't you send <laughs> those yeah. assholes a cease and desist? They have shirts that say like Make America what Fit Again, and I'm like, can you not? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> hey. That's funny. So why, do, funny, why don't you like send whatever. them a season to Because they started the first. first. It's fine. It's fine. Lionheart Radio has a great ring to it, but I'll let it go. But the cool thing is that Lionheart. they found out about you, and you didn't even know about them at all. Yeah, I had a lot more reviews than them before. Like, How great is that? <laughs> like, uh, uh, Sorry, I sound like an asswife. Uh, but, they, yeah, they've done like 100 episodes at this point, and like, they probably had like six reviews on, on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and we had one out and we had like 18 reviews and I was like well, wow you should that's be pretty worried. impressive <laughs> how do you get people to review your I don't know they just did they it just I didn't it. ask you don't even know who they are these people they just I found know some you. people yeah but uh, be provocative that's how you get I think you, should, you know if, you, if yeah. you're doing something that you really believe in um, there's a uh, magnetism to it is there there's yeah. a what there's a magnetism Magnet. to it oh yeah, yeah. that's All why right. I'm here mm-hmm. that's where we fucked up Andrew <laughs> yeah 
Is it? Oh, I just Best got an one? email that Easter dinner is going to be a lamb jam. Ooh. Okay. I love awesome. lamb. <laughs> I love lamb. <laughs> Me too. Hey, so, Cabs, you're, you're a poet with its, that talks over music, but you're not a rapper. <laughs> what are sorry, you doing? can you hear that? Oh, no, I, I just saw you, oh, like, sorry. booping the microphone. <laughs> I was just thinking about the beat. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, um, But you're not a rapper. You you're not a rapper, but you're a I'm person. I'm present. You're present. <laughs> I'm, I'm here. I, I got it. things to rap, but I'm not a rapper, no. Okay. Yeah. I saw are you, you got words? No rhythm? Ooh. But you mostly digging. She's digging right here. <laughs> you have, but your recordings that you yeah. can listen to online are. Oh wait, no, I'm yeah. sorry. Are you a rapper? I didn't know. No, I'm sorry. I don't know what to call it. You're a poet who speaks in rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> I like I that. that. Poet who speaks in rhythm. I'm good with that. Yeah. No, I don't know. But and yeah. if you take it down another octave. Oh, that, what that, did then you call you're it? speaking. Uh, yeah, half a step. That's half right. a step. This is me pretending to know how music works. <laughs> <laughs> I'll teach you watercolor. You teach me music. This is a deal. Yeah. Hey, that's <laughs> a pretty good deal. Yeah. Barter system. Yeah. Cabs, you want to give us another poem of some sort before? Because we, we have to. What wind you want? Down one over music, or you want to? You want one, one over recital. music? I think that would be great. Yeah, yeah. that'd be cool. Okay. But you would have you have something to plug it into. Yeah. Do you yeah, want me to drop a hot beat? Because I can't. You can't. <laughs> yeah, we, can Andrew can play you, something oh, behind <laughs> you. Or <laughs> so, She's really trying to get Do you have music on your phone? No, it's good. Yeah, yeah, right here. Do you, could, need, it, do you need to could, hear it Do you it need plays? some reference? Or y'all just want to hear some music with poetry? We can hold it up to a microphone. Yeah, from that's your what I was going to ask. Because we could plug it in over there, but you might not be able to hear it while it plays. Oh, I don't need to hear it. Oh, okay. Cool. Just record it. Sweet. Okay. He's not gonna do it live. Oh, you want something live? Oh, I see. Do you're you not. You're not. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. Talking, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm doing live, live over music. I thought the music. Well, was he a... would have to play a guitar. Oh, right. sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we can yeah, do, do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting better. <laughs> well, it's live. You know, it's unrehearsed. What's our motivation? Mm. Clearly S- unrehearsed. What's the vibe? Set the vibe. Set the vibe. This feels pressure. Take your time, take your time, because I'm trying to think of what to say. I have no idea. Sparkly porcupine. Look at, look at this jewelry as well. I feel like that vibe look is at this like, ring. Oh. There we go. Porcupines with, spot, with yeah, sparklers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sparkly porcupine. See, what you're doing with your, with your head, Bob, like you. seems different yeah. to me yeah. than a porcupine, porcupine thing. Yeah, but she <laughs> said he was walking really slow and steady and that it was beautiful and not scary. Yeah, he was gorgeous. This is like a meditative, like, I'm feeling Beautiful, it. Big, beautiful beast. I got it. I'm you doing know the head I mean? bob. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's a great gin and tonic. Oh, you totally works. <laughs> I think everybody needs at least one more drink. I'm in their hands right now. <laughs> okay. Where are we again? Wayfair. You hate this so No, much. I don't. I'm sitting here trying to think of how to start and where to start. No pressure. Just boost the mic again. Can you I can't even hear myself. Can y'all hear me? Yes. Yeah. Am I too loud? You want headphones? But you're not gonna be here. It's okay. Oh, this sounds good. I opened up my heart just to show the love for art. The light in the dark, I'm just here to play my part. I put beauty in my words and silence in my verbs. See, I'm just giving the life I think we all deserve. You know, with poetry, you got to take your time sometimes. Definitely don't rhyme with fart. Right, you know, you don't know where to start. Gassed up. <laughs> my doors peep hole, peep soul, secretly slipping by in the shadows. I've seen scenes in my dreams. Who's to know if I'm even awake? 
People asking me what's at stake, I tell them a second of well done perfection. Either you make your way or you give way. See, I sweep stakes and lotto tickets underneath welcome mats. See, I sweep stakes and lotto tickets underneath welcome mats because I've seen homeless professors sleeping next to sewers. I've seen homeless professors sleeping next to sewers. While they teach us to chase green paper that falls down from skyscrapers. I was the only one born with my hands up. Five fingers feeling for freedom from free. Have you ever had five fingers feeling for freedom from free? Wind blowing Rio away from the water presence are no longer wrapped in weed. Do not make wishes when blowing out candles. See, we are the generation that grew up before it died. We grew up before we died. Just some spoiled kids with Monopoly money reaching for the skies. Grabbing clouds and cleaning stars. Life is but a bathroom break from sitting in the waiting room. And I'm too busy reciting poetry. If you want to sing something, you know, say something. Okay. <laughs> that was really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so I gotta say. I'm about to cry. It's happy yeah, hour. Everybody. You, you made me cry. That was beautiful. I am too. Thank you very much. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. What a, what and a, I don't even know, you know, you're putting me on the spot like great. that. That's that good. I can't believe you did that, actually. I can't believe uh, it. Are those lines that you've had in your head already? I don't know, man. You just, I just, I know, like, you know, people say, you know yourself. You ever heard that saying? Mm -hmm. Who said that? Yeah. Know, know thyself. Saint Jesus. Jesus. I crossed, I crossed out no and put love. You know oh, what I'm saying? Okay. And nice. that, I don't, that's the answer to everything. Love is the answer to everything. Well, I'm I think definitely that's a getting pretty, a second drink. Put that on the Hallmark card. <laughs> <laughs> put that on your Hallmark card. That's a great note to win. Uh, uh, that was Don't magic. put that on your uh, put that on your Lionheart card. Thank you. Yeah, sorry. Thank you. Love is the answer to everything. That's right. Liz Marty yeah. Cook, thanks very much for being here. Thanks for having me. We have to listen to your podcast called Lionheart, Lionheart Living. 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 And also thanks Mark Bologna for uh, recommending Mark Bologna. that. Mark Bologna. Awesome yeah, he's awesome. He was like, yes. make sure to plug me. And I'm like, I won't oh, forget. You've got it so in. here we go. And his podcast <laughs> is called Beyond Bourbon Street. That's right, Beyond Bourbon you Street. You can find that too every, all over the internet. On Apple Podcasts. Cubs the Poet has been here and Sarah Isabel Prevo has been here as well. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's been so great to meet you. Thank you. And that, well, no one mentioned your jewelry the whole time we've been here, but yes. what is this gigantic ring that goes across three fingers? Okay, that's, that's how you smash the patriarchy, that, right? That's my Ooh. asshole deterrent. Yes. <laughs> asshole deterrent. Thanks so much to Basic yes. Swimming Gym. We can get a full range of fashion swimsuits and workout and yoga clothes there on Magazine Street, right next to Basics underneath the lingerie store. And thanks to Hangover Destroyer, the only all-natural product that you can prevent a hangover. By taking it, go to hdestroyer.com and write happy hour on the coupon code and get 30% off of that. And thanks to Louisiana Legs, we can get workout and yoga clothes. You can find Louisiana Legs on Facebook and Instagram, and you can buy it on Etsy. And thanks to our Patreon subscribers and supporters, especially featuring today Caitlin Ridenow Photography. Caitlin Ridenow is a music wedding commercial event and portrait photographer based out of New Orleans. You can find her at caitlinridenow.com. And that's happy hour for another day. Thanks so much for joining us. Producer of our show is Graham DePonte. Our associate producer is Alison Moon. Christian Unru is our music director, and Thomas Walsh is our technical director, our live feed director on Facebook, who's put this whole thing up on Facebook, is Asher Griffith. Andrew Searock is away today. Our theme music was...
written by him and it's currently being played by Mitch Foreman. If you'd like to be on our show and you can sit upright for about an hour while drinking alcohol, drop us a line. Our address is on our website. It's neworleans.com. We can also check out other happy hours that we've recorded previously, about seven years worth of them, believe it or not, as well as some other shows we make around here, including Out to Lunch with Peter Raschuti, which is live from Commander's Palace, Louisiana Eats with Poppy Talker, and our award-winning podcast about death called Death the Podcast. It's named one of the top 40 podcasts in America in 2017, which was relatively recently. You can also find other great Louisiana podcasts at itsacadiana.com and it's batonrouge.la. You can keep up with us on Facebook and Twitter, Instagram, and a bunch of other time-sucking social media as well. On all of it, we're called It's New Orleans. You can find photos from this show on itsneworleans.com and on our Facebook page. Those photos were taken today by Alison Moon. If you're listening to this podcast on your favorite podcast app which you probably are thanks for subscribing to us take a moment to rate and review us that helps other people find us doesn't it liz Mm -hmm. yes sir this show is recorded live today at wayfair on ferret street in uptown new orleans happy hours a production of i know broadcasting for itsneworleans.com for andrew duhon everyone else around the table here at wayfair and back at our office at i know broadcasting thank you so much for joining us i'm grant morris i'll see you back here next week for more happy hour